Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Taylor Phillips here uh, on Twitter at DT2Phillips. This is episode 38 of the Michigan Sports Truth Postgame Show. Uh, 2-1 Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Penguins lead the Tampa Bay Lightning in game three with in the third period with 10.07 to go. Also, uh, the Golden State Warriors lead at halftime. In game two, the Thunder lead the series 1-0. Uh, but but first, uh, let's talk Tigers. They sweep the Twins again. Also talk talk about the Lions uh, still contemplating hiring cheerleaders and how the Red Wings must improve their defense, according to a source from the Detroit News. Mm-hmm. But uh, Justin Verlander picked up yet another win, improves to three and four. Um, 10 strikeouts surpassing the 2,000 career strikeout mark, the 76th major league pitcher to um, reach that mark, and the second among among uh, the, among all Tigers pitchers after uh, Mickey Lolich. Ian Kinsler went three for four with a home run, two RBIs, and two runs scored. J.D. Martinez went two for four. Miguel Cabrera went two for three. They they each had an RBI. Justin Upton went two for four with an RBI. Stephen Moya went one for four with an RBI. Cameron Maben went one for three with, with a walk and a run scored. Jared Saltalamacchia and Jose Iglesias went 0 for four. Verlander, back to Verlander, though, uh, he lasted seven and a third innings, gave up three earned runs, one of them while on the mound, on six hits and ten walks, along with the three strikeouts. His ERA is now down to 458. Alex Wilson gave up the other two runs charged to Verlander and, and still finished the eighth inning. And then Francisco Rodriguez on three straight ground ball outs. Got the save and throw a one, two, three, ninth inning, his eleventh save of the season. Ricky Nolasco drops to one and two, taking the loss. Five innings pitched. Four runs, two two earned runs, nine hits, one walk, six strikeouts. His ERA is up to four seventy four. Joe Maurer went over four in the leadoff spot at designated hitter with a walk and two strikeouts. He, he uh, grounded out to end the game. Eduardo Nunez and Trevor Plouffe each went two for four, and Kurt Suzuki went two for three. 
and Eddie Rosario went one for three. Tigers win four straight. They sweep the Twins again. They are 6-0 and against those guys. Twins drop to 10-29. Uh, the Tigers improved to 19-21. Also get to some other scores from uh, around Major League Baseball with Louis Tenor. Yeah, and uh, Pittsburgh just scored. Pittsburgh just Crosby scored another goal for Pittsburgh. Is now three to one. Whoa! Just scored. Okay. He still got it. Yep. One, but one of those games includes a good one in Cincinnati. But we'll get. But again, we'll get to that one. Tigers remain in fourth place in the AL. In the AL Central, Twins uh, bring up the rear in that division. Um, congratulations to Justin Verlander. On, on his uh, 2,000th strikeout. Let me see here. Eddie? He got Eddie Rosario to, to strike out swinging. That was in the fourth inning. Thomas and Jimmy Jones and Angela Jangela, welcome aboard. Also southeastern Michigan. Tigers have tomorrow off. They they do have the next two Thursdays off, keep in mind. Um, then they uh, welcome in the Tampa Bay Rays. Final ball Sanchez uh, starts on Friday. Going to uh, Tigers.com here. But uh, I want everyone's thoughts on uh, Justin Verlander, his 2,000 strikeout, and uh, how his performance was en route to a ti- to another Tigers victory. They they've won four straight. Bonneball Sanchez three and four with a 5.91 ERA versus uh, Matt Andres two and zero with an 0.56 ERA. Sanchez has been uh, has uh, pitched uh, more decently as of late, but uh, we, we might see a pitcher's duel here. Cut well, kind of. On Friday night, Tigers will have exactly two two days and three hours off before first pitch. Well, just a well, very close to that. Saturday's game features 
former Tiger Drew Smiley, two for four with a three with a three forty four ERA, versus versus Michael Fulmer, two and one with a six fifty two ERA. Saturday's game is at four ten on Fox Sports Detroit, and then Chris Archer versus Jordan Zimmerman, another pitcher's duel. Uh, Sunday at one ten on FSD. So, um, going to be pretty interesting uh, in, in a series like that, especially when it comes down to pitching, to the starting pitching matchups. If you get, if, if you think about that. Um, Tampa Bay is uh, third place at, at 500, 19 and 19, third place in the American League East Division. Um, right now, uh, the Rays earlier doubled up the Blue Jays six to three at Rogers Center. Blue Jays dropped to 19 and 23. The Jays uh, head to Minnesota. Tomorrow at 8:10 for a four-game set. Hopefully, the, hopefully the Jays can um, take advantage of uh, Minnesota's uh, struggling. So, so yeah, guess who already identified himself? His name is Thomas, Angela. His name is Thomas. You're welcome, Thomas. And now it's four to one Penguins. Six forty eight remaining. They might they might take game three in a two one series lead here. Yeah, from, we went from nothing-nothing in the first to Pittsburgh scoring with 10 seconds to go in the second period to this. Wow. 14 seconds apart. Uh, Phil Kessel for the Penguins and then Tyler Johnson for the Lightning. Trade Four- goals 14 seconds apart. It's a new I world record. Those. Oh, yeah. But since then, the the Penguins scored two two goals, and they now lead four to one with six minutes to go. Warriors are up seventy six fifty nine, and Curry has scored thirteen points so far in the third quarter. Mhm. Yeah. Good, they're getting their act together. Uh, all right, uh, Lewis, why don't you go ahead and uh, get on with the other scores and the standings from MLB? I'll do that, sure. All right, to begin with, I'll go from top to bottom, of course. Um, all right. I'll go first to the, the scores here, and it goes a little something like this. 
Give me a second to load up this. Okay. In the top of the ninth, we have the Nationals over the Mets 5-1. Runners are on second and third with two out. Over uh, top of the tenth, the Indians or Reds are tied at seven. Uh, One ball and two strikes on Napoli. In the top of the eighth, Houston Astros are leading the White Sox 5-3 with uh, one man on. And Avatar uh, is up, up at bat. The Brewers are being the Cubs one nothing in the eighth, with uh, nobody on, two men out. Oh boy, Cardinals over the Rockies right now in the bottom of the seventh, two nothing with runners on first and third, and up at bat is Matt Holiday. Uh, Red Sox and Royals. Oh, it's a doubleheader today. Okay, Red Sox are leading in the second game, five to one, um, with nobody out and runners on first and third. Vasquez is up at bat. Uh, right now, at the end of the third, Yankees are beating the Diamondbacks two to one, going into the fourth inning. Uh, Angels are leading the Dodgers 1-0 at the top of the third with nobody on and two out, and Crawford is at bat. The Pirates are leading the Giants at 1-0 at the end of two. Uh, We're just going to the third inning now, so there's nobody at bat right now. (laughs) Earlier this afternoon, the Phillies beat the the Fish, I mean the Marlins, 4-2. It's just my own little joke I have for playing at the show. That's a final. Uh, your Tigers beat the Twins 6-3. Nice. Earlier today, the Royals beat the Red Sox 3-2. The Athletics beat the Rangers 8-1. The Orioles beat the Mariners 5-2. And the Braves uh, won against the Pirates 3-1. I also made another joke uh, yesterday. I was saying, when, the question was, when do you think the Braves will get their 10th win of the season? I said September. And behold, they got it tonight. Well, I could be wrong, you know. And uh, the Rays beat the Blue Jays today 6-3. to All right, checking the standings now. Just give me a second here, and we'll get that underway. Take a second to hold up, folks, so just bear with me. All right, in the East... The Birds of Baltimore are 24 and 14. Red Sox are right behind them at 24 and 16. Tampa Bay is 19 and 19. The Goofy Blue Jays are 19 and 23, and the Yankees are 16 and 22. Over to the Central, White Sox 24 and 15. Indians 19 and 17. Kansas City Royals are above 500 for the first time this year at 20 and 19. The Detroit Tigers are 19 and 21, and the Minnesota Twins are a pathetic 10 and 29. Ugh. Over to the West, uh, the uh, Mariners are 22 and 17. Texas Rangers 22 and 19, despite today's horrible loss. Uh, the Oakland Athletics are 19 and 22. The Angels are 17-22, and the Houston Astros are 16-24. <laughs> Remember the Goldies of last year? 
National League. Washington is in first place, um, actually a virtual tie with the with the Phillies. Washington is twenty three and sixteen. Philly is twenty four and seventeen. So by by percentage points, I believe Washington is ahead. Mets are twenty two and sixteen. Miami is twenty one and nineteen. And bring up the rear, the Braves are ten and twenty nine. Oof. I remember when they were good. Central Division. Cubs are twenty seven and ten. Pirates are twenty one and eighteen. Cardinals are twenty and nineteen. Brewers are seventeen and twenty two. Cincinnati Reds fifteen and twenty four. Over to the West. Giants twenty three and eighteen. Rockies twenty and eighteen. Dodgers twenty one and nineteen. Diamondbacks nineteen and twenty three. Pirates are seventeen and twenty three. Um, if you like soccer, there's uh, on the news the Red Bulls, my Red Bull that is, uh, beat the Chicago Fire one nothing, and the New York FC, I mean the New York uh, Football Club, and the Toronto Football Club plays to a one one tie. Um, and, and and I believe I also have a WNBA score. Just let me have that for a second here. Uh, oh, yeah, here we go. In WNBA action, we... Um, it takes a while to load this stuff, folks. I'll get to that in a second here. Oh, okay. Oh, we have a couple of finals here. We have the Minnesota uh, Lynx being the Chicago Sky 9780. The... Dallas wins over the Detroit Mystics, 87 to 77, and the Fever over the Mercury, 97 to 93. Uh, I have some news articles I'd like to share. It appears that Jeff Hornacek is now going to be coach of the next coach of the New York Knicks, um, although it is not official. But uh, I mean, no deal. I mean. Nothing has been signed on paper yet, but it was given the word that he would be coach of the Knicks next year, and I think, uh, well, they need help because you know, the past few years they have not they have not lived up to you know their potential. So hopefully, that they will get something this year. Uh, Davis Webb, a transfer from Texas Tech, is going to play for. Uh, the the California Golden Bears uh, this uh, fall, hoping to fill the void of Jeff Goff, who was selected in the NFL draft by the Yams uh, Rams. Um, Dominic Easily uh, reports also heading to the Rams on a one-year deal. The NHL gives approval to move the. Uh, Phoenix Coyotes AHL team to Tucson uh, after being playing in Springfield, Massachusetts. The vote was unanimous, seven to nothing. Um, Steve Kerr still upset about that blown call on Monday night's game, and um, who can blame him? Because I think he got gypped. Uh, Mike D'Antoni got a second interview with the Houston Rockets and a face-to-face interview with. 
owner Leslie Alexander. Uh, ben Bishop of the uh, Lightning was is out for the third uh, game three tonight, but they're being optimistic that he will return uh, at some point in this series. I don't think so. I mean, when you have a hit like that, you got a, a bean laid down on Friday night and his leg broken. Uh, no, you can say all you want, but forget it. He's not coming back in this series. If you do think so, I think you're all crazy. Um, former Pittsburgh um, Penguins uh, player and two-time champion, Kevin Stevens pleads not guilty to federal charges of selling oxidone um, and, and, and distributing. And the U.S. hockey team reached the um, quarterfinals in the World Championships despite losing to Slovakia. Uh, last night, um, Chris Davis um, hit the, hit a grand salami in the ninth inning and beat the Rangers eight to five. I saw that on Sports Center this morning. I was like, "Wow!" Hit three home runs in that in that game as well, and you ca- and you cap it off with a grand slam. I was like, "Wow!" Okay, and right now it's. Golden State is pulling away in the third quarter by 20 points, 86-66. If they blow this, hell is going to freeze over. And coming up on the minute 35 to go, Tampa Bay just scored another goal. It's 4-2, but mm, I think it's too little, too late, a little bit. Less than a half minute to go on that one. Yeah, so I pretty much think that this game is about over. Twenty-one point eight to go. On that okay, my, on that last replay, great on that last replay, great block right there. Okay, my uh, internet's a little bit delayed, so my uh, my um, great glove save on the computer. Uh, okay, and uh, that's right. That's that, all, it's all yours, Taylor. Great glove save by Matt Murray. 18.1 to go. Uh, let, let's uh, talk about uh, the, the Lions uh, contemplating hiring che- cheerleaders here. Uh, there was a difference between uh, Tom Luan, uh, that when he was president, uh, team president of the Lions, uh, being comfortable without without any cheerleaders and Rod Wood now the the now president of the Lions he, uh, that he is actually contemplating bringing cheerleader uh, hiring cheerleaders for the first time in, in franchise history he said at the taste of the Lions he, he told uh, ESPN's Michael Rothstein at, at the taste of the Lions event Wednesday which is today, that if the franchise is going to have cheerleaders, quote, we're going to do it the right way. And it, and he also told Rothstein that if the franchise continues to not have cheerleaders, he'll explain why the team decided not to go in that direction. Um 
He also says that um, there's going to be a lot of legal issues, quote-unquote, in terms of how they are employed or not employed by the team, making it not as easy as just having tryouts and having cheerleaders. That's just like everything, um, just like every other NFL team that, how every other NFL team has hired cheerleaders in the past to support their team and whatnot. Uh, a lot of people uh, in in the in the sports groups that that I shared the link on as uh, the, the Pittsburgh Penguins win four to two, take a two one series lead. Uh, a, a lot of a lot of uh, fans. A lot of Detroit sports fans and a lot of and a lot of Detroit Lions fans liked it, and a couple of people said no, or or three people said no. Uh, 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 and uh, Angela says uh, that no, that I'm not talking about like uh, Lifetime movies, no. Yeah, I'm talking about the Lions con- considering hiring cheerleaders, Angela. I'm not trying to drag the podcast down. Sounds like the direction shows. How is that? Come on. But uh, what what do you guys think? Do the Lions need cheerleaders or not? Hmm. Lewis, what do you think? Do the Lions need cheerleaders? Well, I think they need support, but I don't know if they necessarily need cheerleaders. All right. I mean, they've done what they've done for so long without them. I mean, why now? Good question. So let's move on. Uh, the Red Wings and how they can uh, improve their defense. Uh, Nicholas Cronwall um, was minus 21. Led the team in in uh, the worst plus minus. Uh, Cronwall, uh, according to Ansar Khan of MLive.com, he thinks that Cronwall will finish his, his career in Detroit. has three years remaining at a $4.5, $4.75 million cap hit, in, including a full no-trade clause for one more season, where he'll be paid $5.5 million. That That's uh, this, uh, the upcoming year, 2016-2017, the last season ever at Joe Louis Arena. Khan also said that the Red Wings might consider dealing Jonathan Erickson, who has a modified no-trade clause, but coming off a bad season with four years remaining at a cap, a cap hit of $4.25 million, that might be difficult. Uh, the Red Wings uh, are, were looking at trading Gustav Nyquist, which would be who, whom would be, uh, who would be one of the, their top trading chips, 
but he's coming off a 17-goal season, and his stock is now low, which could affect the return. He's got one more season in his contract before no trade clause kicks in. Overall, he has three years left at a cap hit of $4.75 million. Got another final here. The Nationals have just beaten the Mets 7-1. Thank you very much. Zetterberg's uh, not retiring. Uh, he'll play two more years for sure. Um, uh, Ansar Khan also touched on uh, the Red Wings. Uh, on the, uh, on uh, Tony's question about uh, trading Jimmy Howard to the Calgary Flames, maybe get T.J. Brody or Dougie Hamilton. Uh, Calgary con- con- answered, uh, Calgary might have interest in Howard, though there will be other options, though the options through free agency. Cam Ward, James Reimer, Chad Johnson, Al Montoya, to name a few, and trade Kari Lettinen or Antti Niemi or, 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 or Yaroslav Halak or others. What about the Griffins? Yeah, the Griffins. Yeah, the, yeah, how, yeah how they're already they out. Next, how are they looking for next year? I'm not sure. Um, it, it's... Uh, Is it this, the sports truth? All right, well... You're trying to make an idiot out of me. I'm, I'm, I'm about fed up with you. Get lost. Go get drunk or something. Uh, anyway, uh, Khan also uh, mentioned Dennis Weidman being put in there. He w- said he would be more of a realistic return. But um, but uh, Jimmy Howard's one of those players that the Red Wings are uh, looking to trade this offseason. Um And uh, we've also been hearing the news about uh, Gustav Nyquist, the Wings, uh, 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 hearing from fans that, that the Red Wings uh, should should trade Gustav Nyquist. But uh, according to this article, it's kind of getting kind of harder. The question is to you guys, can can they still do it? Or, or, do, they, or do they need them? Gustav Nyquist, uh, 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 guess four. He has no trade value. Which which player you ta- which player are you talking about? Nyquist. Yeah, I might have to agree. Uh, Gustav Nyquist uh, has a low stock. 
he was a flash in the pan, scoring uh, 17 goals. Well, 17 goals isn't quite a flash in the pan. It's you know, it's, that's decent. Yeah, it's still decent. It's better. It's um, still much better than eight. Yeah. Plus, there are other times where uh, he got robbed by by uh, hot goaltenders, but yes. But uh, he he was one of those. He he was just one of those. Uh, still, still one of those good, good goals. But uh, guess four says I, I just don't see him as a leader. Well, well, that's true. That's true. Okay, yeah, I not, agree with that. Not, not quite, not quite, not quite a leader. But he won't be a perennial, perennial all star. Uh, not, not for right now. No, uh, until he proves it. So looking at uh, the other. Uh, Red Wings article, improving defense a priority for the Wings, according to Ted Colfan of the Detroit News. Kyle Quincy is an unrestricted free agent, and and he is not expected to return. So the Red Wings need to fill in his, his skates here with, somebody, with a better defenseman. Guess four, we need to bring up the kids. I might have to agree. What's your name, guess for? You're right. Uh, Danny DeKaiser and Alexei Marchenko are both restricted free agents and are unlikely to go anywhere. They are both building blocks for the fu- for the future. And, and I agree with that. That they they should stay. Uh, DeKaiser and uh, Marchenko have de- have done decently. Not not quite great, but decently. So that, but uh, reading on here, that leaves Nicholas Cronwall, Jonathan Erickson, and Mike Green and Brendan Smith. Smith, the likeliest trade bait, a relatively young player who still has the potential. Smith was arguably uh, the best defenseman, the Red Wings' best defenseman of the season. And um, Jeff Blaschel, the head coach, was sitting Brendan Smith. Right on all the last 15, 15, 20 games of the regular season, and, and then for the first two games of the first round series. Hey, Carl. Uh, the first round series against the Tampa Bay Lightning, who are who just lost to the Pittsburgh Penguins four to one in Game Three at Amelie at Amelie Arena, and Game Three of the Eastern Conference Finals of the Stanley Cup playoffs. He also uh, mentioned three defensemen from from the Grand Rapids Griffins: Xavier Olette, Ryan Sprawl, and Nick Jensen will all be out of auctions and must be exposed to waivers if they're sent back to GR after training camp. Xavier Olette will likely stay with the Wings. The organization confident he is ready for the NHL. The fate of the other two is still to be determined. So there's a little bit of Grand Rapids news, uh, Grand, Grand Rapids Griffins news for uh, Thomas right there. 
the largest band. But again, Ken Holland said he'll explore the trademark in a free agency, free agency, free agency aggressively this summer to improve the roster. So, uh, so guys, what do you think? I I, I think that uh, I think uh, the Red Wings uh, should should take advantage of the the possibility of uh, trading Jonathan Erickson, even though he has a no trade clause. Hmm, that can be a problem. They, they, what's that? Well, if he's got no trade clause, then what's the sense? Well, they have, well, general manager Ken Holland has uh, the right to remove the no trade clause and then and then deal him. He can do that to any player that he wants. Okay. Depending on on how badly they perform, or or vice versa. Yeah. Conwell battled through a knee injury that affected that affected his performance through the season, while Erickson and Green both underachieved. Uh, see, there, there's another there's another truth to, to this that that uh, Nicholas Cronwell wasn't quite a hundred percent when he returned to, to the lineup after after his injury. Uh, Nicholas Cronwell. Uh, Yeah, just not just uh, not just not performing well due to his injury. He, I I think he should have been uh, been kept on the injured reserve by uh, a somewhat longer length of time. You got to make sure he's a hundred percent. Oh, of course. Because if you're not 100, percent then should you be playing? No, no, absolutely not. Yeah. Always make sure that your that all your players are 100. percent Yes. So as we've seen it happen, you know, a lot more recent too. Just like with uh, Curry, he wasn't 100 wasn't 100 percent when he uh, played in the first round of a playoff game and. He went right out, and that was that was mistake on on his part. Right, Kerry uh, Las- Lasky Dickinson commented no on the uh, on the uh, Lions considering hiring cheerleaders for the first time article in the group Detroit Lions fans. See, there's another. Uh, uh, there, there's another fan that uh, like that doesn't that doesn't uh, necessarily need need cheerleaders on the Lions team, but um, it's uh, not really. Uh, yeah, I admit this topic isn't really as important. Uh, that that's uh, 
Terry Ulaski Dickinson. That that's what our that's what our last name is. Will the, will there be male cheerleaders in the NFL? I don't think so. Oh. Guess six. You're on the line. Who's this? I just want to listen. Okay. Uh, why not male cheerleaders? Um, there's never been any male cheerleaders, and and um, fans will fans will think it's just I don't know stupid. Yeah, it is. They'll even they'll even bother us if, if you think about it. But uh, that's 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 pretty that, that that's pretty much it. Uh, uh, Jonathan Erickson, according to Colfin, has regressed the last two seasons. Cronwall coming off the worst season of his career. Marchenko, young player of the Red Wings, will be counting on heavily heavily next season. Kyle Quincy, Red Wings will look to upgrade his spot, get him out of here. Brennan Smith on a roster with with few trade pieces, Smith is one. So they like his his attitude and physical edge. Xavier Olette will will finally get his first prolonged NHL audition next season. Mike Green, free free agent acquisition was overall a disappointment. The Kaiser, cornerstone for the future. Period. I agree with all those. Yeah. I do. But uh, not only is Erickson regressed, he was a he was a horrible turnover machine. I and I kept seeing it, and he and he's and he's so afraid to block a shot in front of in front of his own goaltender. It just it's just annoying and aggravating, and just yeah. you got to block the shot. Period. Don't be afraid. to block a shot. Got to take a chance. Yep. Uh, guess six, you might have to You might have to uh, ask the Detroit Lions if you want to try out for, to, to be the first male, male NFL cheerleader for the first time in NFL history. Go ask them. Go ask the Green Bay Packers or the Minnesota Vikings or uh, the Bengals. Whatever, yeah. That would yeah. be amazing. Yeah. Go ahead and try it. it. It doesn't matter. See if we care. See if it bothers us or not. <sighs> Be kind of weird. <laughs> I have, I have a few more finals here. Um, Astros over the White Sox, five to three, and the Cardinals over the Rockies. To zip. Thank you very much. You're stuck to a hobo. Oh. 
Again, you're another pest, guest six. Whatever the hell your name is. Get out of here. So it's 14 minutes after 11. My lucky number, 102.75 Warriors, game two, 6.51 to go. Warriors are angry tonight. Yeah, they want revenge. No doubt about it, this series will be tied at a game apiece heading to, to Oklahoma City, south of the border. What time will Leslie be here? Probably probably around 11.30-ish. Hey, guest seven, uh, you still haven't told me your name yet. You're a sexist. Homophobe. Homophobe. Tell me your name. Homophobic, Taylor. You're a homophobe. Well, well, I think you're a corpse. Well, we apologize for that. Well, anyway, I'm going to message uh, Lewis here. I'm right here. I mean, Leslie, rather. <laughs> it's an un- unnamed... Um... All right, guest guest seven has become guest eight. Oh wait, this is a guest. This is a guest. A different guest. Hang on a minute. Hey, guest eight, what's your name? Terrell Terrell Biggs here. Hey, Terrell. So uh, what? What do you? So Terrell, uh, what do you? What do you think of the Tigers uh, sweeping the Twins again? Justin Verlander getting his 2,000th career strikeout. Terrell Tyrone Biggs. Uh, Tyrone's his middle name. Yep. Yes. Terrell's his first name. Hey, 
and to that unnamed guest who keeps calling in, I, I am not a homophobe, okay? Yeah, yeah, tw- yeah. We don't think much of it all. The twins stink. They're twenty. They're ten and twenty-nine. So are the Braves. Verlander looked good. Yeah, he he looked almost great. Yeah, he, he looked pretty much pretty much a little great. Yeah, he did. Uh, ten strikeouts. That that is great. Not just good. He looked great. He allowed three earned runs, but. Um, uh, total, but he allowed just one earned run while on the mound, which is, which is even better. See, there's a see. This is another thing I want to talk about tonight. The difference between earned runs against total and earned runs against given up while on the mound. Now I understand that uh, what. When your manager gives you the hook in the middle of a half inning and there are like like two runners on with one out or two outs or whatever and and the next pitcher or the uh Or the or the the relief pitcher whip is a much accurate stat, but uh, yeah, I'm 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 just talking. Yeah, whip is whip, whip is also important, but I'm just talking about the earn run rat, the earn runs against being given up total, and the earn and the earn runs against being given up while on the mound. I uh, I found something interesting here. Speaking of pitchers, um, Sean Tolleson will not be closing games for the Texas Rangers for a while. He, he has been replaced by Sam Dyson, according to uh, Rangers manager Jeff Bastard yesterday. Uh, Tolleson um, is tied with two other pitchers with four, but with 11 saves and four blown saves this season at Loud, and he was the one that gave up the walk-off grand slam to Davis last night. Oh, boy. Uh, Terrell Biggs wants to uh, to uh, to uh, let his voice be, hear, be heard. What's up, Terrell? Hey, what's going on? Hey, Terrell, what's going on? Oh, nothing much, baby. <laughs> So uh, what's on your mind? Oh, I'm, I'm just wondering who is uh, who is calling you a racist? I don't see that. Uh, what, or he, he was actually calling me a homo, homophobe. Uh, uh, we were hey, right. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we don't know his name. Um, he didn't. He, he didn't identify himself. He's just he, he's just being a total idiot. Uh, we were talking about the uh, mm-hmm. he. he he brought up the question uh, uh, that if there were to be male cheer- cheerleaders in the NFL, um, and and no, I and I and I said no. That's I, I think that's what that'll uh, 
that's what will tick most fans off. I mean, I'm not necessarily bothered by it, but but you know what? Uh, I think I think it I I, I think uh, that I think male cheerleaders. Uh, uh, to, uh, I think the male cheer there are male cheerleaders in uh, co- college sports and in high school sports as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, just uh, have have there there been any cheer any male cheerleaders in professional sports? Not I don't I don't think so. That's my knowledge. No, that there has never been a male cheerleader in professional sports. Uh, that's uh, that has never been taken under consideration. What uh, would anybody ever considering hiring a male cheerleader to a professional sports team, Terrell? I don't know, but if they did, that'd be crazy. Yeah, my opinion exactly. That 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 would be crazy. Yeah, I mean, I'm not homophobic either, but seeing a, seeing a guy parading around like a cheerleader would just be really silly. Yeah, yeah that would that'll be so stupid, yeah. Yeah, it, it's not, but it's not homophobic, no. Uh, Everybody has their opinions. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, but for someone to call, call a host a, a homophobe, uh, that would that would be that would be uh, well, that would that would just take it a little bit out of context. Mm-hmm. Well, that, well, whoever uh, was calling you that is just being a stupid honky. <laughs> I don't I don't know. That's just that's just that that's just dumb. That that's unreasonable and uncalled for. Uh, again, he didn't identify. I'm on the phone, sweetie. I'm sorry, Taylor. My girl's talking to me. I gotta go. Not talking uh, to you though. Okay, yep. Bye. That's okay. Th- th- thanks for calling, Terrell. Uh, One seventeen eighty four Golden State with uh, with two minutes and eight with two minutes and ten seconds left in the fourth quarter. I know Golden. I, I know the Warriors will win, but but um. Again, again, still got to get that final score. Uh, thanks yeah. again to Terrell for, for uh, Terrell Tyrone Biggs for calling in. Uh, please call again, uh, either soon or or tomorrow, whichever. Yeah, just please call again. It is about eleven twenty-five here. Mm-hmm. Red Sox took the second game five-two. All right. Leslie will talk to me in about uh, five minutes or less. I think think, uh, guest five is uh, still on the line. Hello. Hey, guess fine. What's up? What up, Butch? Just watching some basketball. Oh, yep. What's your name? Alex. Alex? 
Yep. All right. Hey, Alex, what's uh, up? Uh-huh. Um, I want to get your thoughts on uh, Justin well, Berlander. Uh, mm-hmm. Just want to get your thoughts on uh, Justin Verlander. Yeah. Yeah, Verlander. Uh, I can't believe he said that to you. I, I know, yeah. Yeah, that was unbelievable. That, that, yeah, I mean, where is he? Where is, where, who does he think he is? Yeah, he didn't even identify himself. I, yeah, you got to watch it. got to make sure they identify themselves. Yeah, that's that that, that was uh, totally not that, untrue. That, and, uh, that, that should be a new rule. Yep. Yeah, I don't allow rudeness on my on my chat, uh, on my show in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Or entertainment. Don't entertain it either. Right. But uh, what are what are your thoughts on Justin Verlander's uh, 2,000 strikeout and and his uh, 10 strikeouts in route to another to another to the Tigers' fourth straight win, beating the Twins six to three? Oh, it was. Awesome. Did you watch it? I watched it, yes. Cool. Yeah, I, I, I think yeah, yeah, I think uh, Verlander's uh, been been red hot lately in the last three yeah. games. Um uh four earned runs uh allowed total uh in the last three games, two of them on well, just two of them on the mound. Uh, is that really a big deal? Well, well, that well it actually is a big deal because because uh, Ver, uh, Verlander uh, the, the less uh, the less uh, earned runs he gives up on the mound, the, the better he performs. And yeah, but nobody keeps track of that. I mean, that's this is the first time I've ever heard that. Nobody keeps track of that. I I do. I mean, you, you're just making it up yourself. You just made that up yourself, right? Well, I, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't make it up. I, I actually served, I actually surveyed it. That the difference between uh, earn runs allowed total and earn round, earn runs allowed on the mound. Like that's a stat they keep. I, I think it's a stat that uh, at least some people should keep. Cause, right. Um, did you see it on a website, or did you just figure it out yourself? I, I actually figured it out the first time, but I'll, I'll look it up and I'll look, I'll look and see if Major League Baseball uh, has uh, such a statistic. Just give me one minute here. But yeah, um, as far as that, as far as that guy uh, being rude, we were talking about uh, Lions considering hiring cheerleaders for the first time, and the, and that guy asked if uh, if uh, male cheerleaders should be allowed in the pros. What are your thoughts? Well, I'm pretty sure they'd have to be, wouldn't they? What's that? Oh, they'd have to be allowed, wouldn't they? I mean, I don't agree with it, but what can you do? Like, uh, isn't it illegal to discriminate against them? Uh, 
Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, it, it's it, it's not discriminatory. It's it's not discriminatory. It's just it's just silly. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. It, uh, 118 and 91 Warriors officially win, so the series is now tied at a game apiece. Thunder pulled the upset in game one, but the Warriors responded with with fury. I believe that I believe there's uh, just uh, I believe there's just ERA. But uh, but yeah, this is a this is an advanced statistic called ERAOM. ER like like an earn run average on, on the mound. I, I just think it's really confusing. I mean, he did the he put the runners on, so they're his. Like, what are you going to do? Right. Uh, there's also there's also um, there's also uh, earn, earn runs allowed as a reliever being charged to the pitcher before the the pitcher before that that, that pitcher. Uh, Uh, charge to the uh, to, to the previous pitcher, like uh, ERA CPP. Excuse me. ERA CPP e- earn runs earn run average or earn runs allowed charged to the previous pitcher. That's what it, that's what ERA ERA CPP stands for. Oh, uh, that just doesn't sound very good. I know it sounds it sounds really weird, but um, sounds kind of sounds kind of vulgar. That's not no, it's not vulgar. No, no. It, it, it's it's those are. Pitch- I don't want to see. I don't want to see any PB. What's that? What, what's that, Alex? You keep saying CPP. I don't want a CPP. Oh, um, or how about charge to to the pitcher before CPB? That's better. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, thank you very much. Yep. You sound a little bit like Elvis. Yep. Thanks uh, very much. Yep. Do you do you ever sing? What? Uh, I don't know. You don't do karaoke or anything? No. Louis, sorry, you know no. I have. What? What's your favorite song? Oh, that's a tough one. Security you mean to sing it? You mean to sing? Uh, well, I've done some doors. Oh, yeah, I like the doors. I've done some doors in karaoke. Nice, nice. 
in front of a live audience. I bet, I bet you brought the house down. No, they're like saying, why is he on the stage? Uh, Leslie's uh, is still on wait here. Uh, Why? Uh, just uh, he uh, just hasn't called in yet. I uh, just gave I just messaged him my phone number. Eric Ward comments in on this uh, Lion Cheerleader article. They can cheer every time Stafford throws an interception. Whoa, that's a bit harsh. Yeah. That's uh, just another joke. Just another harsh joke. Very cruel. Very cruel. Yep. Uh, we should do a duet. Oh, well, this is this isn't music though. But this isn't music though. We this is sports. We we don't make music, especially not on talk show. Still waiting on uh, Leslie to call in. Um, Angela must not have been here for the no entertainment part. No entertainment allowed. They sing at sporting events sometimes. Do they sing the national anthem? Cubs and Brewers won a piece in the top of the 11th. Cubs tied it up in the ninth inning. Yep. Oh, oh, did they? Yep. Yes. Uh, Indi- Indians beat the Reds eight to twelve, uh, eight to seven in twelve innings. Uh, Yankees lead the Diamondbacks three to one in, in the bottom of the sixth. Angels and uh, Dodgers and the Angels are tied at one in the bottom of the fifth in Anaheim at Angel Stadium, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Giants lead the Padres two one, two uh, one top five in the at at Petco Park. These are all the games that are going on right now. Sweet Caroline, don't stop believing, Piano Man. Again, the Tigers have the next two Thursdays off, including tomorrow. Then they then they play six six straight home games. There he is. He's here. Hey, there's Leslie. Hey, hey, Leslie. What's up? Good evening, everybody. How are you? All right, Leslie. Good to hear your voice. Oh, thank you, guys. Thank you. Uh, you know what? It's good. It's even better that the Tigers on a roll now. Four in a row. Yeah. Yeah. And now the Tigers are four wins in a row. They're, they're winning, and that's a beautiful thing. And hopefully now they'll make something out of it. 
Yeah. So did you listen? Yeah. So Leslie, did you listen to the DSR podcast and uh, uh, and and hear Jeff Moss talk about uh, all all the possible replacements uh, for Brad Osmus, uh, which were all horrible? I'd be I'd be honest with you, I I didn't. I I rarely listen to anyone's podcast, to be honest with you, because it's I don't know. I rarely listen to anyone's podcast, but what was it anyway? Well, uh, Jeff Moss, uh, 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 Jeff Moss uh, pointed out that uh, all those possible replacements uh, for Brad Osmus were uh, different versions of Jim Jim Leland. Uh, Lloyd McClendon, a black version of Jim Leland. Uh, Gene Lamont, an obese version version of Jim Leland. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I would have with McClendon because I already saw enough of Brad Austin. I don't think he's a good manager. I mean, I don't know what McClendon is, but you know, let's face it, there are not many good candidates, okay? And let's be honest, this roster—I don't think any manager is making a difference. Let's let's face it, the Tigers blew it when they didn't hire Joe Madden last year when he was available. When Joe Madden was available, they should have found a way to hire him because. They should have known Den Austin's was just nothing special. I mean, I didn't like Austin's, uh in his first year. And his managing skills in the playoffs was so bad. And he got outmanaged by Buck Showalter. Uh, oh, yeah. Continuing continuing at the other two, Kirk Gibson of Parkinson's Jim Leland and um, <laughs> Alan Trammell of Pockmark Face Jim Leland. What would you do with someone in Chicken Pox? <laughs> well, you know, uh, it's obviously I speak, from, I speak from experience. Yeah, you know what? Let's face it again. Are, are these a great candidates? No, they're uninspiring, but they can't be any worse than Brad Ostmus. But the truth of the matter is, this yeah. roster is simply not good. It just isn't. Uh, it's an average roster at best. That, that's what it comes down to. I don't see any hope for this roster. I just don't. It won't make a difference. <laughs> But it's $200 billion. Yeah, $200 billion down the toilet. Payroll means nothing. It doesn't mean your team's going to get better. No. Right. That, and here's well, the thing. No. Well, the the these guys need to pick it up. Yeah. And here's the thing with the Tigers. Eventually, they need to start developing players. They need to draft better. They need to produce good minor league players. I mean, those, yeah. the last minor league player they developed well was Nick Castellanos. And that's not good enough. In today's baseball, you need to develop players, especially in the division the Tigers are in. You got to win with homegrown players. You got to get guys that are cost effective, and you know you can only spend money for so much. I mean, it works for a while, but in the long run, you need to win with homegrown players. And the Tigers clearly got away with it because, understandably so, because Mike Elish wants to win a World Series championship before he's dead. But at this point, it's just not happening now. Yes. That that that's absolutely don't, true. Don't lose hope. Don't lose hope, Leslie. <laughs> four in a row. I mean, uh, at least I'm happy they won four in a row. I mean, let's start there. I mean, they won four in a row. Yeah. So the Tigers have the Tampa Bay Rays coming up next, and then the start, Philadelphia Phillies for uh, six straight games before they have another Thursday off. Um, uh, it's 
How do you think they'll do? How do you think the Tigers will do do against the Rays and the Phillies? I don't know to be honest. Hmm. You know why? Let's say the Rays they pitch well, and the Tigers have not done well against great starters this year outside of Jose Fernandez. Okay, so uh, I, I don't know. And the Phillies, you know what? They're playing well. They have grind. They're more entertaining than the Tigers. And I watched several Philly games at the sports bar I go to in in Fort Lee, New Jersey this year, and I enjoyed watching them. They grind. They grind it out. They pitch well. They make plays. They just know how to win. They're everything the Tigers wish they were right now. Yeah. I mean, uh-huh. it's an easy series. I mean, let's face it. These teams are not the Minnesota Twins. The Minnesota Twins are the worst team in baseball. And I'll tell you why. Because they got talent. They shouldn't be have the record that they have right now. They're better than a 9- or 10-win team, whatever wins they have. Um, they're better than, Yeah, they have 10 wins. They're better than a 10-win team. They're better than that. I don't know yeah. if they're a playoff team, but they should win more than 10 games with this talent. And not only is it, forget the fact that they stink record-wise, they can't play baseball. Did you saw the way they played today? I mean, this isn't Major League standards. Yeah, I saw them. Uh, the, the Twins just keep finding ways to lose, and so do the Atlanta Braves. Both, both the Twins yeah. and the Braves have, have a t- each have a 10-29 and 29 record. According to the st- the MLB standings, I guess Atlanta won tonight. But yes. you know what? To me, yep. the Twins are the worst team in baseball because when you have a town like Sano, Escobar, uh, Sano, Escobar, Rosario, and Joe Maurer, when you have this type of lineup, we shouldn't be be winning ten games. This should be winning more than ten games. This is not a bad baseball team. But you know what? You saw you saw the Twins this week, and you saw them today. They just cannot play baseball. They can't hit. They can't pitch. They can't feel. They're not doing the things that are doomed to win games. They, they're just not. They're a terrible baseball team. And if the Tigers lost the series or got swept by the Twins, Brad Austin would have been fired. There was no way you could make a case to keep him. I mean, right now he's earned a temporary reprieve. But at the end, I don't know if it helps the Tigers. And this is why I cannot get excited about the Tigers' four-game winning streak because it's the Twins. What do Tigers do with the four-game winning streak is up to them. Can they sustain it? Can they make the most out of it? Can they have a new life? That's to be determined. I mean, to me, I'm on a wait-and-see mode. And I think most Tigers fans are on a wait-and-see mode because, you know, the four-game winning streak means nothing right now. I mean, the only thing about the four-game winning streak is the Tigers are surviving right now. But here's what you want to make out of the four-game winning streak. Let's see what the Tigers do this weekend and then next weekend to Phillies and then out on the West Coast. They do well there. They do well there, then maybe things are different. But right now, I can't get excited. I'm happy they're winning because Pete's talking about losing, but I'm not going to get excited either like what Mario and Pembo is. And, and, and did you see the Rays, uh, the Tigers' next opponent, the Rays, the Tampa Bay Rays, sweep the Blue Jays, the, the Toronto Blue Jays on the road at Rogers Center, winning 6-3 yeah. earlier today. That, that's, how, that's how better than decent the Rays are Especially not only with their pitching, but but with uh, some of their offense as well. I think I think I see a mismatch between the Tampa Bay Rays and the Tigers yeah. uh, sweeping yeah. the, the the lowly Minnesota Twins. Yeah, it's going to be the Tigers are going to have a different level of class this weekend at Comerica Park. It's going to be a different class, and you know the Rays are not the Minnesota Twins. It's not going to be an easy series. I mean, they got to get off to a great start. They got to find a way to win 
at least two out of three against the Rays and two out of three against the Phillies. If they do that, maybe you got something. But, yeah, this weekend's a big weekend for the Tigers because the Royals are playing the White Sox. So and you think, I think both teams are going to beat each other up. This gives the Tigers a chance to gain games in the standings. And the Tigers got to take advantage of it. Uh, Angela asked me if I'm still mad at Mario. Yeah, yeah. A little bit, but but uh, here's, here's the thing about Mario. He does nothing to make you angry. He does nothing to give you a reaction. He's just a corporate slapstick shell, as Jeff yeah. would say. He's, yeah. he's just nothing. He does absolutely nothing. I mean, thank God Kirk Gibson's on the telecast. At least he makes the Tiger telecast lively, and he, he gets the emotion out of Mario because... But other than that, the Tigers telecast is just brutal to listen. Right. That's why I watch the game on mute, mostly. Yeah. Um, yes. I mean, Gibson but, is good. Uh, I like Kirk. He brings, he brings levity to the telecast. He brings humor. He makes the telecast fun. I mean, when you listen to Mario and Rod together, it's just like those two are treating this as a job rather than a uh, fun. I mean, they just seem bored doing baseball telecast. I know the Tigers are not fun to watch, but those two are just... I don't know. And, and I know there were rumors by Jeff about how those two don't like each other. And they sure act like it, too. And there was a reason why the Tigers have been rotating an, color analysts at Tigers home games on Fox Sports Detroit. And then you saw the three-man crew last year at times. So, yeah. Actually, two years ago, you saw a three-man crew. So, yeah. I mean, when Kirk Gibson on the boot, I have fun watching Tigers teams. When he's not, he's just boring. Uh, Jeff Moss also said on episode 30 uh, this week that uh, the Tigers should just let it, the Tigers front office just should just let the season play out uh, with uh, Brad Osmus for the rest of the season and, mm. and then and then fire him to bring uh a smarter sabermetrics guy in uh, either Manny Acta or Gabe Kapler, and then or one of the Coras, Alex or Joey Cora. I think that I think you know who, uh, you know who I'm very that, interested. I like uh, Alex Cora. This guy is a baseball guy, and he's a smart guy, and a guy yeah. who has that ability to command the locker room. I like Alex Cora. I know Jeff loves Manny Acta, and I would be alright with Manny Acta, but. I like Jeff's other idea, Alex Cora. I really love this idea better than Manny Actor because Manny yeah. Actor, I, he has losing records. Now, it's not his fault because his teams have been bad. Uh, but, you know, I want to try someone new like Alex Cora because he's a true baseball guy. And the one thing he has a little awesomeness, and actually two things, Alex is smarter, and this guy can command respect. Yes. And I watched Alex, Alex Cole with the Mets. He was a favorite in the locker room. The media in New York loved him. He gave great quotes. And I always thought this guy had a chance to be a future manager. And it wasn't just me. I know a lot of newspaper writers in New York telling me this. So that's something to keep in mind. Alex Cole. So, uh, so uh, Joey Cora would be, would be, uh, would be your best option. Out of Alex Cora. Not Joey Cora. Alex Cora, I said. Yeah. Yeah, um, Alex Cora. Okay. As, as for keeping Brad Osmus, you know, 
I get where Jeff's coming from, but if this is just becoming so bad and fans are stopped going to the games, Mr. I is going to have to do something. He, you can't yeah. make this season. I mean, right now, Austin is to earn a temporary reprieve. Now, the best choice would be the Tigers just start winning, you know, or just be mediocre. Then you fire the manager. But if the Tigers make the playoffs under Austin, I mean, and that's a big F, then, then Mr. I has got to make a big decision. I mean, I think yes. think what if they still don't win a playoff game after they make the playoffs? What do they do then? Mm-hmm. I would fire him. Because yeah. I, I would fire him because he's not a long-term answer. He's just not. I mean, you already know what you got out of Austin. It's up to three years. Okay? He's a mediocre manager. Maybe he'll do better in his next job. But I was looking at Austin as a guy who's better in the front office than manager. What if they win at least one or two games and still lose in the American League Division Series? I would still fire him because he's not the long-term answer. He's just not. I mean, I don't know what Mr. I thinks, but I I, I don't think he's a, a long-term man. And I, I doubt Mr. Alex Avila thinks he's a great manager. Avila. Avila, yeah. I, I'm gonna, I, you know, it's so confusing with Alex and his son. They pronounce different last names for only reasons I don't get. Yeah. Avila. I mean, it's, it's confusing, guys. But, you know, Taylor, the yeah. Tigers got to do something. I mean, you cannot keep status quo. Things have to change. I mean, if Austin is good enough to lead the team to ALCS, then maybe you keep him. But, honestly, I just think it's time for a change. I, I think Austin's contract should just be let out. I think Austin should play his contract out and have a good season and then go from there. Because I, I, I don't think – I get I like Jeff's idea, but – if it's so bad, I mean, you got to try something different. Yeah. Uh, I have to. I have to agree. Uh, Cameron Maven's return. He uh, he's been he's been hitting he's pretty well. Yeah, he's given the Tigers a nice spark plug uh, since his call up. Uh, you know, we'll see how how long this lasts. Let's see how if the Tigers can ride the wave with him because uh, they need to get something out of this lineup, and they need to get a guy who's going to get on base. Yeah. They need a guy who's going to get on base hits. They cannot rely on home runs. The Tigers did well against the Twins because they got base hits. That's the key. Yeah, you can get home runs, but you need to get on base more. His OPS is 1.192. His uh, OPS was was a little bit, bit over 1.3. Yeah, that's well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how, how long this lasts. But, yeah, it's a good start for him. Hopefully, he'll make the most out of it. But... It would be nice, too. I mean, uh, it would be nice if we can make the most out of it. I mean, he, uh, the Tigers need a spark, and maybe he does that, but we'll see how he does against the race this weekend. Yeah, another thing that Jeff Moss said that is that the, that their season is not over yet. That, um, that that's this this is what this is what leads 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 me to uh, say that. Uh, and yeah, you you are right. The Tigers need to make a change. Uh, that uh, that uh, uh, with uh, Brad Osmus, uh, especially uh, if they make the change now, where do they go to? The, they would have to go with think? McClendon. They usually have to go with Lloyd McClendon or Omar Vizquel. I don't want Gene Lamont. I don't think Gene Lamont does much for me. I mean, to me, it would be Vizquel or McClendon. I guess they would go with Lloyd McClendon because. Omar Vizquel seems to be protective of Brad Ausmus, so I don't think that's going to happen. So it's going to be Lloyd McClendon at this point. 
I mean, I, as, yeah. as good as the Tigers are playing now, I mean, this is a temporary reprieve for Brad Austin. There's no, I mean, he still has to worry about his job, and he knows that. They're, yeah, their first of their four consecutive wins came against came on the road against the first place in the American League East, Baltimore Orioles. Uh, now it's one of that four-game series over the previous weekend. J.D. and Miggy hit back-to-back home runs in the top of the eighth, setting up Alex Wilson for another for a hold, and uh, Francisco Rodriguez for for a 1-2-3 inning and, and his tenth save and his ninth save of the season. He he he, he had uh, picked up two more saves against uh, the lowly Minnesota Twins. Yeah. Uh, Francisco Rodriguez has retired the, about the last uh, at least uh, at least nine straight previously. Yeah, I wish the Tigers played the Twins every day, and then they would win every day. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the, and here's the problem now with how bad the Twins are: the White Sox, Indians, and the Royals—they're going to have their chance against the Minnesota Twins in September. And you know the Twins are going to mail it in because they're already mailing it in now. So what makes you think right. any different in August or, or September? Unless they just hire a new manager, which I don't think is going to happen, but if it gets this bad, and Paul Malter may have to start worrying about his job. I mean, as great as Malter was last year, he's mm-hmm. bad this year. I mean, you can have all the accolades last year, but if you're going to have a lot of accolades this year, last year, you better take a lot of blame this year for this record. And Malter's not doing a good job. I absolutely agree. Yes. Well, I mean, I like Paul Malzahn, but the truth of the matter is this is on him as much as anybody because, again, you can take the credit for what you did last year. You better take the blame for what you did this year. And right now, it's interesting. It's a reflection on Paul Malzahn. That's right. Um, uh, can, we hear, can we hear you okay? Uh, what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, can you hear me? I can hear you guys fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, Good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think. I think. I think. Little, little buffle, a little quiet, quieter. Little buffle. Little buffle. Right. Mm-hmm. Is this better? No. No. I, I think you have to come closer to the microphone or your phone, whichever. Hello. Hello. Yep. We can still hear you, but uh, you got to you got to get closer to the speaker. Yeah. Turn up the volume. Turn up the volume. Uh, yeah. Hello? Hello? Yep. There got we go. All right, we better? got it. Much better. Yep, go Okay. Ahead. I just changed the ears. That's what happened. I put the phone in my right ear now. All right. That, that's okay. But um, Uh, we we were also talking about uh, the Lions uh, considering hiring cheerleaders for the first time. Uh, Rod Wood actually had that in mind, unlike then-President Tom Lewan, who was very comfortable without them. Uh, what what are your thoughts? I'll be honest with you. Okay, this may seem politically incorrect, but I don't care anymore. I don't care about cheerleaders. I mean, I'm not here to watch cheerleaders. This isn't high school. This is professional football. I, I never found cheerleaders to be appealing I doubt any fan cares about cheerleaders. You know what the fan cares? The on-field product of the football team. Not nonsense like cheerleaders. I mean, who cares? 
And plus, cheerleaders don't even get paid well by the NFL team. So what the hell is the point? Yeah, I might have to agree. Uh, it, I mean, I mean, it's interesting, but it's not important. It's not, no, no fan cares about the cheerleaders. I, nobody cares. I don't watch football for cheerleaders. I watch football based on what the football players are doing on the field and the, and the coaches too. I mean, that's all I care about. I couldn't care less about cheerleaders. I mean, this is the least of the, what the Lions should be worrying about. You know what the Lions should worry about? Making their product better and running a great organization. That's what they should worry about. They shouldn't worry about game day activities. The, the game day activity is fine, okay? It's about the product. Yeah, I'm with you on that one, Leslie. I'm with you. The, the Lions just need to run the organization better and uh, start winning games, start yeah. start winning playoff games. Right. Yeah, it would be nice because they haven't won a playoff game since I was in seventh grade in 1991. <laughs> I was in seventh grade. Okay. Uh, yeah. Wow. I mean, uh, and now you can figure out how old I am now. I'm 36 years old. So. I'm 46. Yeah. Huh? I'm, I'm, I'm 32. Yeah. I'm 32. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're basically in the same age bracket. I mean, you were a little kid when the Lions were made the playoffs, so you didn't get to see much winning yep. years either, like I did. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I saw the glory years in '91, but I mean, you know, yeah, the Lions should be better than that. No question. Yeah, when uh, Wayne Fonts was their Wayne Fontes was their coach, mm-hmm. um, in the early nineties. Yeah, who knew he would be one of the best coaches in history? That's an indictment of this franchise. Because, no offense to Wayne Fontes, but he was a mediocre head coach at best. He wasn't anything special. But if he's the best Lions coach ever, then you know the Lions are pathetic as a franchise. No offense to Wayne, but it, that, those are the facts. Because all his replacements have been terrible, from Ross to Mariucci to Morning Reg. Well, actually, Ross, Morning Reg, Mariucci, and then um, uh, Rod Marinelli. I mean, these guys were terrible coaches. And granted, they didn't have anything to work with, but they weren't anything special. And if Jim Caldwell is an upgrade, then, again, the Lions have a low standard. Uh well- uh, did you? I think you skipped Jim Schwartz. Uh, what were your? Oh thoughts? yeah, Jim Schwartz. Yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he, you know what? He was all right, but then his ego got the best out of him. I just think he just lost self Absolutely true. I mean, he started out pretty good. I mean, Schwartz started out pretty good, but then after the line started winning, his ego just got out of control. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think Jim Schwartz should have kept his cool. Uh, yeah. Just. Concentrating uh, on uh, working harder to uh, keep this team great and trying to trying to improve the team and trying to try to uh, prepare them better to uh, win win playoff games. And uh, still, they ne- they never have won a playoff game since uh, I don't know 1993, 1991, sometime. 1991. Right, 91. Yeah. That was the other, yeah. That was the other time, like I said, that they uh, beat the Packer, beat the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau Field mm-hmm. last last year. They last year they uh, broke that drought. They ended that drought by just barely hanging on, eighteen to sixteen. And uh, that and and which were, 
which was uh, at a time where uh, we wanted the Lions to tank for a, a very good draft pick. Yeah. And the Lions can't even get that one right either. But, you know, whatever. Right. Well, fellas, uh, I, I'm going to split. Uh, have a good night. All right. Thanks, Lois. Uh, talk to you tomorrow, tomorrow night at 1030. You got it. Thanks. All right. So it's just uh, me and Leslie. We also talked – I also talked about um, – uh, back to the Tigers uh, in baseball, the the, the difference between um, a pitcher giving up earned mm-hmm. runs uh, total and, a, and giving up earned runs uh, on the mound while on the mound. Um, I, I understand that uh, the rule is uh, when when the when a starting pitcher is uh, responsible responsible for the for the runners he left on base, like runners on first and second or whatever, and uh, both runs scores both runs scored and he and he gets charged for it, and the, when the when the reliever gives up both those runs plus, but um, the starting pitching the starting pitcher a lot. Like Justin Verlander today allowed just one earned run while on the mound. He earned, he gave up three earned runs total because of Alex Wilson uh, giving up that two-run single by Trevor Plouffe in the eighth inning, making it a six-three game. Um, I think, I think that that would that would be the bullpen's fault for uh, giving them up, uh, right. mostly instead of just the the starting pitching. I. That would also have to be on the manager as well. Yeah, uh, you know what? Uh, you know what? Rillander pitched a great game uh, this afternoon. Justin yeah. was flawless for the most part. Um, yeah, it happens. But you know what? Justin pitched a fine game. I mean, that's all that matters to me. I, I'm not worried about the stat lines. I'm just worried about him giving a quality start and giving his great performance every time. In the last three starts. He has been excellent, and and to me, he's got oh, yeah. to on a roll. Listen, if the Tigers are going to make the playoffs, they need Justin Verlander to be Justin Verlander. And his last three starts, he has been excellent, and he has to keep it going. He has to keep it going, and and we'll see what happens. But yeah, it's impressive. It's encouraging right now. And congratulations to him for getting his 2,000 K uh, this afternoon. Oh yeah, that was that was very special and uh, route to a six three win. Earlier today, uh, the, but here's the here's the statistics. Uh, here's the, the the statistic I was talking about. Justin mm-hmm. Verlander in his last three starts has allowed uh, uh, two earned runs while on the mound, while he's allowed four earned runs total in his last three starts. Two of them, just two of them, were on the mound. Yeah, and he's done a good job. He's been. He's been excellent, and I don't want to say it's the Twins because he did well against Texas, and he did well uh, against the Orioles. So, and those two are great hitting teams. So, so I can't poo-poo his three stars. Done a good job. He's done a fine job. But hopefully, he can go on a run. Him and Annabelle, those two have to string some great starts for the next two months. Then we'll see how it goes. But yes, the Tigers got to get at least three or four good years out of Rolander to make this contract worthwhile. And it's not going to be easy. Yeah, Anibal Sanchez has to get going at, in his next start as well. Um, yeah, he's garbage. Yeah, yeah, even worse than Pelfrey. Yeah, I mean, right Pelf- 
with Mike, with Mike, you accept for who he is. With Annabelle, he's got to be better than he has showed. And, he, and he's better than this. But he's got to show me something Friday night against the Rays at home. He's got to sh- do well. That's all it comes down to. I want to see a great six-inning performance. Because we know he's not going to get to the seventh inning. That's not his his uh, game anymore. I mean, he's a six-inning pitcher. And he's got to make the most out of it. He's got to do well. Then, then we got Michael Fulmer uh, uh, on the mound Saturday uh, against uh, former Tiger starting pitcher Drew Smiley. And that's going to be a fun game to watch. And that's Saturday, right? Yep, Saturday at 4:10. And I believe Dick Enberg is going to do that game for Fox Sports Detroit. He'll be a guest. Uh, uh, Dick Enberg? Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's what I, I'm not sure you the link. He mentioned on, on the on Fox Sports Detroit Twitter account. I'll mention that. I'll show you the video. Yes, he will be doing a game for Fox Sports Detroit that afternoon. Hmm. Um, He'll be a treat to listen to. Dick Enberg, uh, or or were you talking about Dan Dickerson? Dick Enberg. (laughs) Dick Enberg? Oh, okay. Uh, uh, What what source did you get that from? From From the Fox Sports Detroit Twitter account. Oh, Twitter account. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna search that right now. Yeah, he and there was a video of him talking about it. Yeah, you can search it out. Uh, there was a video of him uh, on Wine. You can uh, yeah, it's in the Fox Sports Detroit Twitter account. All right. Well, um, I'm looking for it right now. Yeah, you're going. You may have to scroll down, but yeah, it's in there. Should be in there. If not, I'll show you the link after I'm done with you. But Oh, okay. You saw you saw it? Not yet. I'm still looking for it. Yeah. Uh, when did you when did you find that out? Yesterday. Oh, yesterday. Okay. Yeah, uh, it be, somewhere it should be the it should should be out. They should, in fact, they'll mention Dick Enberg's name on the Fox Sports Detroit Twitter account. Yeah, I mean. Okay. Um, so it? Yeah. Um, almost. Yeah. Let me see here. Um, uh, that was uh, May 17th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to have to message it to me. Yeah, I'll message it to you. Uh, I definitely saw it. I'm, I'm, I'm very positive. I'm positive I saw it. Um, but... But you know what? It's going to be good to see our old friend Drew Smiley on uh, this weekend, and he did pretty good for the race, and he's been and he's been a good starter. But you're going to have to give him up to get a good start in David Price. I mean, that's the price you got to pay. And I can't question the move at the time because the Tigers were a World Series contender, and that's the type of move you got to make. I mean, you got to win now, and it just didn't work in the end. But you know what? The Tigers got something out of David Price, and. Now they got to hope that Daniel Norris and Matt Boyd uh, turn out to be good starters. And that, I, that's, that, I, that, found, I found a link. I oh. found a link from cranesdetroit.com. Metro Detroit native Dick Enberg will call the May 21st game. That's on a Saturday at 410. You were right. See, I told you. I mean, uh, and I'm looking forward to listening to Dick Enberg. I loved him when he used to do games on NBC Sports. Sorry, no copyright infringement, please. Continue on. 
Thank you very much. Um, Dick Emberg used to do NFL games on NBC. He was the main announcer for NBC back in the day when he did NFL games. And he did the NBA on NBC, too. I always loved watching him. And I can't wait to listen to him again on Fox Sports Detroit Saturday afternoon. And I'm off from work, so I'm definitely going to watch that game. Yeah, me too. Uh, ho- hopefully I can uh, get out of work and uh, ca- catch uh, prop- uh, catch at least most of it, uh, yeah. unless, I, unless I work, like, really late, uh, like, uh-huh. ex- like, ex- like some major extra hours or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad I'm on vacation for a while, and I could use some two weeks off. I, I would love to see that from my, I mean, uh, I like seeing myself more than going to work. All right, yeah, I, I, I can't wait for that one. Um, It'll be fun. But the most important thing is that the Tigers need to keep running. That's what it comes down to. I want to see them take Yeah, I, 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 uh, you're away from the mic again. Your audio is quiet again. Oh, I'm sorry. I was, uh, I was walking around. Listen, I'm, I, I, I just want to see the Tigers start running more than anything. I want to see them go on a run here, a big-time run. You know? Oh, boy. You're still quiet again, and, and uh, I, I think oh. I'm being interrupted. Uh, hello? Yep. Is it better? Yep, this is better, yep. Okay, listen. Right now, I just want the Tigers to keep winning. I mean, when they win, it's always great. When they lose, it sucks to talk about them when they stink. It's not fun. I mean, when they win, it's much better. The food is better. The The drink is better. Everything is better when the Tigers win, and... It's much yep. fun when you talk about the Tigers winning with the fans. I mean, you're getting so negative all the time. You know, it ruins the joy of the game, and it's not fun. So uh, I really hope the Tigers make the most of that sweep against the Twins. I mean, I would love to see, I would love to see the Tigers have a meaningful summer because last year was not fun. I didn't have fun watching the Tigers in July. I didn't watch them in August, and I didn't watch them in September much. So I wanted to have a good summer watching the Tigers. And, I mean, I, here's the thing. When I go to a sports bar in New York and New Jersey, I mean, I, I just love watching the Tigers. I, I can't watch other teams play baseball. And I live here where the Yankees and Mets are playing, but to me it's all about the Tigers. When the Tigers are on, I'm always excited. And when they're playing good, it makes the games more fun and it makes eating more fun, along with drinking beer at the bar more fun. Right. Well, whether it's uh, positive or negative, uh, it, it it's got to be the truth. It has to be uh, analyzed uh, accurately. Oh, of course, that's, you that's can't. Just, yeah, you can't blow smoke either. But I'm just saying it's more fun when they win. Because let's face it, there there are people on Tiger's Twitter that hate it when I'm so negative. But again, I'm not going to be out there to insult people's intelligence either. I I call it the way I see it. Right. So they're paper things again. Oh yeah, you know, you know, especially some of the female Tigers fans. I mean, I had some issues with them over the last year and a half. But again, people are entitled to their opinions, and if people don't want to follow me, that's fine. I respect that. But if I'm going to go out and paint a rosy picture when the Tigers are losing, I lose credibility. I would be a fool, and I would be insulting a lot of you guys. If I if if I did that, I couldn't do it. And it, just because I rant about the Tigers doesn't mean I enjoy losing. That's that's the position I get from some Tiger fans on Twitter. But yeah, whatever. 
Right. But for the most part, the Tigers Twitter are good people. I love hanging out with the Tigers fans on Twitter. They're really good people for the most part. I mean, overall. I mean, maybe you might have two or three, but that's what's going to happen. You're not going to be well-liked on Twitter, too. I mean, uh, there are going to be some idiots on Twitter. It is what it is. That's what they call it, Twitter. I mean, it, 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 Twitter can be a real cesspool. But you know what? There's more good than bad when it comes to Tigers Twitter. So, you know, you live with the good and you live with the bad, Taylor. Overall, I got to say, Tigers Twitter has been very good to me. I, I, I would have to agree. For the most part. I mean, I know I know one lady, you know, and she's a good person. I love her. But, you know, she, th- she told me I should get a grip about the Tigers the other day. And, I'm, I mean, I mean, I, I, I don't know what she expects, but I didn't respond to her because, you know, whatever. It's just frustration. But that's what I'm trying to make my point here. I mean, I'm not going to go paint a rosy picture when the team stinks, but I don't have fun whipping a team either. I just don't. It's, I mean, it's a, when you watch baseball or any sport, it's a four-hour sport. It's time-consuming. And after they win you, and lose, you spend another two hours talking about it. So it's six hours. You don't want to waste those six hours. You want to make the most out of those six hours. And the way you do it is watch your team win. There's no fun talking about a team losing. It really, it, when a team losing, it's depressing. It really is. And it takes the life out of everybody. So I want to see the Tigers do well. I, and I hope they keep it up. I mean, I'm not going to uh, be cynical about their four-game winning streak, but I'm also not going to start being a happy-go-lucky guy, too. I mean, I'm just going to wait it out and see what happens. I have to agree. Uh, yeah, yeah, we got to see. Yeah, it's still a wait and see approach for the rest yeah. of the season. Um, let's see um, what they do against but, the Tampa Bay Rays, and let's see what they do against the Phillies, and then let's see what they do out west against the Athletics. Then we'll and the Angels. Then we'll see. Then then we can do inventory on the Tigers. But until then, you know, I'm not going to get excited. I mean. Right now, the Tigers, they're still not out of it, mathematically, obviously, but they got to show me more than winning four in a row. They got to keep taking series and go on a run and play better baseball. That's the important thing. Again, we'll see how it goes. Let's see what this weekend brings for us. Guest 10, you're on the line. What's up? Hello? Going once, going twice. Hold. So, um, yeah, you know, you know, again, being the twins was good. I mean, I'm happy, but. They're the Minnesota Twins. They are the worst team in baseball. They're an embarrassment to Major League Baseball. They stink. So, you know, to me, there's more indictment of the Twins than more on what the Tigers did. And, again, they, the Tigers did what they're supposed to do, beat up a bad team when they're down. But now they got to make the most out of it. It's what they do with their four-game winning streak. And now they got to sustain it. Go out there and beat the Rays. Go out there and beat the Phillies at home and have a good West Coast trip. Then we'll see where the Tigers are. But... No, the four-game winning streak for me, I, I can't make much out of it. Yes, I'm happy they're winning, and I'm happy they're playing good ball, but the only thing about the four-game winning streak is that they're intriguing. 
Talk about talk about the Red Wings here. Um, uh, Kyle Quincy uh, uh, is one of the defensemen that that is uh, likely to be let go by by uh, General Manager Ken Ho- Ken Holland, uh, according to a, a couple sources here. Uh, also, uh, Brendan Smith um, uh, maybe a, 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 a maybe on the trade block. Uh, Ansar Khan of MLive. Uh, Said that they could be uh, considering dealing Jonathan Erickson. Now let him go. He stinks. He's a terrible defenseman. He's just not even a good player. He's a turnover waiting to happen. And that's right. I don't even know. I don't even know why he got playing time much this year. To be honest with you, but it has to be bad for him to get playing time. I, uh, you know, I don't know where the Red Wings are going. I, I really don't know what plan they're. I mean, they want to win with youth, yet they're playing older guys. So. Uh, no, that's the Red Wings for you. I mean, this is an organization that doesn't have a plan. That's troubling. Yeah, they really need to improve their defense. Uh, that, that's what I've been talking about earlier tonight. Yeah. And this, they got to be better scorers too. They, they, you know, they struggle to score in the power play a lot. They, they to yeah. me, Red Wings. I mean, sometimes they go through some long funks offensively, and it's been a problem this year. And it was a problem last year too. Not to mention Nicholas Cronwall the, the past season has been uh, battling through an injury, which uh, which he should have he should have just uh, sat with, uh, uh, which the Red Wings should have benched him with uh, mm-hmm. longer. Yeah, that, that's yeah. that's on them. I I not, don't know where the Red Wings are going to. I mean, all I know is this is not an elite team, and this is a boring team to watch. That's that, that's that's troubling for the Red Wings. And that's something damning for them because I just don't know where there's hope for the Red Wings. I mean, let's finish. They're not, they're yeah. not close to the Lightning. They're not close to the uh, Penguins. They're not close to the Rangers. They're not close to the Dallas Stars. They're not close to any elite team out of the West. Okay? They're just a mediocre team just getting by. The playoff streak, you know what? It's so stupid. It's meaningless because you're still a mediocre team. I mean, you're going to be a playoff team. You need to be an elite team. And for the Red Wings to make a big deal about their playoff streak, it just shows you how low the standards are and how desperate they are to be relevant. Because when they were great, it wasn't about the playoff streak. It was about winning Stanley Cups. And when Scotty was the coach, That's right. he couldn't care less about the playoffs. He was about winning Stanley Cups. For this team to be worrying about a playoff streak going back for three years now and making a big deal about it, it just shows you how desperate the Wings are as a franchise that they're lashing onto a playoff streak. Uh, and nobody cares. This is what we understand the cup. That's right. Uh, Danny DeKaiser and Alexei Marchenko are are, uh, are uh, expected to stay. Danny DeKaiser, uh, according according to uh, Ted Colfin of the Detroit News, is the cornerstone uh, uh, of the team. And uh, Mar- Alexei, Mar- Alexei Marchenko is a younger guy. He's, uh, w- he's still willing to... Uh, Stay in Detroit and uh, develop there. Uh, I think that's about it. Yeah, I. In terms of defensemen. Yeah, I. I they just got a lot of work to do. I mean, Mike Green has been a, Mike Green also has been a disappointment. That 
That's well, he has always stuck to his career. He's, uh, he's an enigma. He was an enigma for the Capitals. Yep. So, I mean, I didn't expect much out of Mike Green. I don't think any Red Wings fans expected much. And I even doubt the Red Wings expected much, to be honest with you. Yeah, I hear you. I'm with you, too. Uh, yeah, the, the, yeah, and since... Uh, yeah, I uh, since since they're uh, since since they've moved to the Eastern Conference, they never even make made it to the second round. They they kept nope. getting knocked out in the first round, and, three straight you know, times. Yeah, and uh, even uh, even during the Eastern Conference, they were mediocre. Though they did win the first one, they should have beaten Chicago in that second round years ago. But yeah, they had know, a three-one series lead. Yeah, they, they, just, they could have called they, up Tomas Tatar. You know what? You know that Chicago series, they haven't been the same since the Chicago series. They've just been on quicksand since the Chicago series. I mean, when was the last time this Red Wings team been an elite team? Huh? When? I don't even know. Since uh, 2008 and 2009, uh, yeah. when, they, when they won in 08 and lost in seven games at Yeah, there was a reason why Babcock left Taylor. There was a reason why he, he decided to move on. He knew that the Red Wings would not win cups anymore, so he left. He only could do so much, you know? Yeah. Guess 10 right? in our chat window was uh, be, being an idiot. But he did. Guess, so guess 10 is banned. Yeah, I told I told him to go straight to hell. <laughs> you well, know, part of doing a radio show is you deal with idiots and you deal with prank calls, and that's the worst part about doing a radio show. I mean, you deal with prank calls, and when you're on Twitter, you deal with stupidity. So, yeah, it's just part, it's just part of the deal. I mean, you live with the good and the bad. When you do, when you're a public figure, you got to deal with the good and the bad, Taylor. Yeah. It is what it is. I mean, you just got to yep. let – you can't let idiots um, ruin what you're doing. Right. I'm not going to – right. I'm not going to allow any rudeness on my show. Yeah. Especially from that little wretch that uh, kept calling me a slap dick. What did they well, say, Taylor? I missed it. Well, What's that, Thomas? What did they say? I missed it. Yeah, he – he said, I'm listening, slap dick. I, I told him to watch it. I made a mistake. And he said, slap dick. And, and, then, he, and then he left the chat and hung up on me. What a coward. You're not a slap dick, Taylor. You're not. I mean, um, you ripped the Tigers I, as much as I, I dealt with it. I've dealt with at least two, two idiots, uh, two assholes, like uh, two assholes on, uh, on this show tonight. Well, you know, that's just part of, you know, when you give opinions, when you're a public figure giving opinions, you're going to have to deal with that. And it sucks. You know, that's not right, but it is what it is. I mean, you just got to, uh, you know, wipe it out. You got to, you know, not take a, you, you can't be a sponge to it. 
You handled that well, Taylor. You handled that well. Thanks. Uh, I wasn't. I actually wasn't even paying attention to the chat until he, uh, until I found out that he left. <laughs> yeah, I was just pacing around. Um, what and whatnot. But uh, that that's uh, pretty much it. That was a great show, nonetheless. Thank you, Taylor. I enjoyed talking about the Tigers, as always, with you, Taylor. And uh, hopefully we'll do this again Friday. And uh, hopefully we'll talk Friday. about a five-game winning streak. And, you know, maybe get to six on Saturday. And, you know, hopefully things get better. I mean, this is a good start. But I don't want to start saying this is encouraging because uh, it's the Minnesota Twins. And, you know, see, shame on the Indians, by the way, for losing two or three to our Twins at home. Shame on them. And this is why I don't take the Indians seriously as a playoff team, because they lose games when they shouldn't be losing. I mean, this is a team that always seems to underachieve year after year. So I laugh when people are higher about the Indians. I mean, outside of 2007, every year they underachieve with the talent they have. Absolutely right. So, I mean, uh, I can't take Cleveland seriously as a playoff team. I mean, you know, when you lose two or three to the Twins at home, I mean, you you really stink. Right. You you got to take advantage of, of the home field advantage. Yeah. Of your... And it's just clear the Twins are just playing out the season now, which is discouraging for the Twins fans in Upper Midwest because you you can't play out the season on May May um, May 11th. You just can't. Actually, I picked my one May 18th. You can't uh, play out the season May 18th. So I, I don't know where the Twins go from there, but I'm just happy the Tigers are winning, and hopefully they'll keep it going. I mean, it's, it beats talking about losing, you know, Taylor? Right. Hopefully, so, Leslie, I, what? Hopefully they'll make the most out of the race series. Hopefully they'll do well. I'll be at the bar Friday night, and hopefully I'll get to celebrate a Tigers win. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Um, I will not be on Spreaker until Sunday night at eleven thirty with Ed Smith. Uh, so I will. I'll, I will be here on Talk Show Friday night. All right. So, All right, Taylor. You have a good evening. Okay, and great chatting with you, Taylor. As always, have, I enjoyed this chat. Absolutely, for now, man. Guys. Thanks a lot, have Leslie. Good, have a good night, Taylor. Bye. Thank See you, Taylor. Bye, Leslie. See you, Thomas. I'd like to thank everybody for uh, calling in, especially. Uh, Thomas, uh, Leslie, and Lewis. Also, like to thank. Uh, yep. Also, like to thank uh, all the rest of the people uh, that have uh, joined in on the chat room, including uh, Angela Jangela. Um, that guest uh, chat though. Carl, Thomas, Alex. Um, uh, and. Also, uh, Terrell Tyrone Biggs for uh, calling in as a guest. Uh, keep keep calling in, Terrell. We'd like to have you keep. We'd like to have you on here more on the Michigan Sports Truth. This has been episode thirty-eight. Thanks for thanks for tuning in live. Uh, if you if you missed it, uh, uh, wait till it's ready. And then if it's ready, uh, when it's ready uh, to be downloaded, please. 
please do so, and then, then just listen away. Talk to you tomorrow night at 1030 with, with just Lewis and I. Leslie will be back Friday evening, Friday late night, at about 1130 or 11.45. But until tomorrow night at 1030, this is Taylor Phillips on Twitter at DT2Phillips saying TTFN, ta-ta for now. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.